0: Hello, I'm Jacob Kruger, and this is the Write Your Screenplay podcast. As many of you know, this has been one of the most exciting months in the history of Jacob Kruger Studio. We have recently signed a lease on a new location in New York City with an expected opening date of January 1st. We're going to have three brand new classrooms, eight one-on-one offices for our ProTrack mentorship program, space for our students to write and to gather. This is really the culmination of a dream that started about 10 years ago for me and my staff. And in the process of finding and now building out that space, I've learned a lot of lessons, many of which apply not only to New York City real estate, but also to screenwriting. So in this series of short podcasts, I'm going to be sharing some of the lessons that I learned and how they relate to screenwriting. Lesson number one, finding the perfect space, like finding the perfect idea, have one thing in common. Neither of them actually exist. Over the past six months, I have probably looked at about 500 spaces all throughout New York City. And I'm not even going to talk here about the spaces that were obviously not a fit for my school. I want to talk about the ones that potentially were. Because the process of finding a space is a lot like that unenviable hunt for the perfect screenplay idea oftentimes in the process of searching it feels like we're never going to find that right idea or we're never going to find that right space and that's because spaces like ideas tend to fall into two categories the first are the ones that look perfect when you first see them they're in the right location the right size they're at the right price and these are few and far between but when you look at them you get so excited Only to realize once you get involved in the negotiation, just like once you get involved in the writing, that there are problems that you never anticipated. Crazy landlords, unexpected bidding wars, hidden prices, hidden costs, or clauses in the lease that you never would have expected when you first sat down to look at the space. The second category of spaces are the spaces that have obvious problems. And in New York, you can imagine what those problems are. They're either too expensive or they're in the wrong place. And the process of looking at space after space after space, trying to find the right combination of size and price and location, reminded me of a time in my own screenwriting career shortly after I'd finished the Matthew Shepard story. Now, the first draft of Matthew Shepard was, without a doubt, at that point in my career, the best thing that I had ever written. And I remember setting the goal that this next project, whatever it was, had to be as good as, if not even better, than Matthew Shepard. And I remember going through a process of rejecting idea after idea after idea. It was one of the rare times in my life where I actually had writer's block. Because no matter how good the idea was, I could always see a problem. I could always see something getting in the way. I always felt like it wasn't quite going to match up to Matthew Shepard. And if you're a writer, you've probably had this experience before as well. Feeling like no idea is good enough, or embarking on an idea that feels perfect only to realize that there are problems underneath that you didn't anticipate and that you don't quite know how to handle. In the process of finding a space, ultimately I had to decide on what was really important to me. The things that I knew were vital. I needed a 10-year lease. I wanted a permanent home, a place that my students could call home for a long time, and a space big enough for us to grow into it over that 10-year period so that we could continue to add classes and programs to serve our students. And I knew I needed a convenient location. I knew I needed a space that was close to Penn Station, where students from New York City, Connecticut, Brooklyn, Long Island, New Jersey, the Bronx, Harlem, Queens, could all easily reach it. And getting a space like that meant making some compromises. And you can probably imagine what those compromises were. Similarly, trying to find the perfect idea as a screenwriter the idea that's going to be commercially viable with the obvious hook, emotionally moving, connected, exciting and fun to write, fitting with your talent, castable, working with what's happening in the market right now and adaptable for things that are going to be happening in the future. These projects just don't exist. So how do you pick the right project to write? Well, the first step is just like I needed to find criteria for my school, you need to find some criteria for your ideas. Rather than looking for that perfect idea, that be-all and end-all idea, as if this was the only screenplay you were ever going to write, you want to set some criteria for yourself about what kind of idea is going to serve you right now. It might be an idea that grows a certain skill in you. For example... If you look at the work of Darren Aronofsky, in the early movies in his career, Darren Aronofsky consistently shot for the clouds, writing incredibly complicated script with multiple layers of complexity. And sometimes he shot for the clouds and reached them, and sometimes he shot for the clouds and went plummeting back to earth. Uh, most notably with the writing of The Fountain, one of my favorite bad movies, but a script that both critically and among audiences, universally, people agreed, just did not work. And after writing The Fountain, Darren Aronofsky found himself at a really dark point in his career. His quote had dropped rapidly. He was having a hard time getting hired. And he turned around and wrote a movie much different than the others he had written. It was a simple story with one main character going on a simple, clear, linear journey. It was a movie called The Wrestler, and it relaunched Aronofsky's entire career. And although it didn't fit necessarily with the incredibly complicated work he had done in the past, it created another level of knowledge in him a, another level of comfort with structure and a a kind of underlying simplicity that quite frankly wasn't present in his early films and what's really interesting is by allowing him to himself to create a movie a decidedly un aronofsky like movie called the wrestler he actually ended up laying the foundations of a movie called Black Swan. In fact, Aronofsky has spoken quite frankly about this. Black Swan is actually built on the bones of the wrestler. Black Swan is simply Aronofsky first creating the wrestler and finding that simplicity and then building a symphony on top of that one simple drum beat. So sometimes the criteria are simply looking at an aspect of your art or of your craft that is a little bit underdeveloped and giving yourself the challenge of building that skill in yourself. Sometimes it's stepping into a new genre. Sometimes it's writing at a different budget level or in a location that you control where you can easily shoot. Sometimes it's Finding a theme that matters to you or finding an incident from your life that you don't quite know the answer to. But it's important to recognize that just as a space, when you find it, isn't always in the shape you need it to be in to build a school, Similarly, ideas need to be built upon before they actually take shape. There's a famous story about M. Night Shyamalan in the process of writing The Sixth Sense. On his fourth draft of The Sixth Sense, Casper the Friendly Ghost came out, and Shyamalan famously. <laughs> threw out his fourth draft, called his agent, and said, well, Casper the Friendly Ghost came out, so there goes that. Fortunately, he had a good agent who forced him to keep writing. But what's really interesting is it wasn't until uh, somewhere around the tenth draft of The Sixth Sense that Shyamalan realized what the idea really was. You see, in Draft 4, the truth was Shyamalan was right. All he really was doing was in a live-action update of Casper the Friendly Ghost because Shyamalan had not yet realized that Bruce Willis's character was dead. In fact, he recounts a story about realizing, somewhere in the middle of a very late draft, realizing, oh my god, This guy's dead. And note the wording there. He didn't say, oh my God, I could make this guy dead. He didn't say, oh my God, my screenwriting teacher said I should make this guy dead. It was the process of writing, the process of building, that allowed him to realize, oh my God, this guy's dead. Oftentimes, our ideas start out like little babies not like the fully polished adult screenplays that we dream of writing. And if you think about babies, sometimes it's hard to see the full possibility of what that child can become when it's still drooling and crying and has a little bit of pudge in all the wrong places. But the amazing thing is that if you nurture your idea, you can turn almost any idea good I was lucky enough on my space to bring in a really talented architect, um, Javier Carcamo and Dylan Gould uh, of Rockstar Architecture in New York City. And what Javier and Dylan showed me was how a space that I saw as a little bit rough and a little bit raw could be transformed into the space that I needed for my students. How some of the weaknesses of the space that I perceived could be transformed into strengths. How we could eke out space for offices in areas that I didn't even realize were usable. And how the bare bones of the architecture that was currently there could be removed and changed in order to perfectly house our school. And this process is so similar to the process of writing a screenplay. Sometimes in early drafts and early in our careers, we don't yet have all the knowledge that we need to know exactly how to build out our idea into one that we can sell or one that will tell the story that we want. Sometimes we only have a germ of an idea, or a hunch, or a feeling, or a hope. But when in doubt, there's a simple way to make a decision about which idea to pursue. And that's to go with your gut. In general, if you don't know what idea to write, Write the idea that you're desperate to write, or write the idea that scares you the most. Write an idea that creates an emotional reaction in you, and it is certain to take you somewhere interesting. The important thing is to choose an idea. Don't make the mistake that I made after writing the Matthew Shepard story and spend six months looking for the perfect one because it's not going to come. The important thing is to choose an idea. The hardest part of writing is not writing. The hardest part of writing is starting. And even if you choose the wrong idea or even if your idea isn't perfect, The most important thing is no matter which idea you choose, make sure to choose one of them. Because the hardest part about writing is not writing. The hardest part about writing is starting. And the truth is, even the worst or the most problematic idea, as long as it does something that matters to you, as long as it fulfills the basic parameters that you're looking to explore is certain to lead you to something better. The truth is, I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years. 10 years from now, I may still be operating the exact same space. I may have three more floors in the same building. I might have remodeled the space to serve the developing needs of our students. It's only the process of moving forward with an idea that shows us what that idea really can be and what it really needs to be. The plans that we posted when Javier and Dylan first started their design are already different than the design we're following now. But what matters with an idea is not the plan and not where you end up. What matters is the process by which you get there. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to take your ideas to the places that you want them to go, please check out my website, www.WriteYourScreenplay.com. We have classes in New York City online. We have a mentorship program called ProTrack that pairs you with a professional writer to mentor you through every phase of writing your screenplay. We have international retreats and we have tons of free resources like this podcast. So please come check us out, and until then, happy writing.